Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. And welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. And this episode is brought to you by some great partners of mine. First of all, Panels Comics and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California, right off of Mission Avenue. They have some uh, some great coffee, great treats, and some of the hottest comics and graphic novels out right now. Uh, if you're a comic book fan, I've been watching. I've actually been reading uh, X of Swords, so uh, that's the been the newest X Men uh, storyline. So if you get a chance, check that out. Uh, you can check them out at panelscoffee.com or you can go to Panels Coffee for more information and check them out on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Uh, also, if you mention the, uh, the Creative Brew, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. Another sponsor of mine is Astropad. And if you're a digital creator like me, uh, Astropad actually turns your iPad Pro into a professional graphics tablet. So you actually have uh, increased functionality. So I get to use all of my favorite programs like uh, Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, right from my iPad Pro, right from the comfort of my home. And I can, with Wi-Fi and Bluetooth access, I can literally work from my living room or work from my bedroom. And um, I'm still working right from my computer. So it's been a, a great um, asset for my uh, digital workflow. So you can go to astropad.com for more information, or you can go to Astropad Co and check them out. And another sponsor of mine is Elevate Coffee Trading. That's uh, based out of the Dallas, uh, Texas area, and they're looking to extract hope with every uh, every every drop. So uh, they actually have a uh, a coffee subscription, and uh, as well as merchandise and, and other things that they got going on. But they have a great mission, uh, a great vision for what they what they're doing um, with their brand and helping um, villages in the um, in Guatemala and, and honestly helping them out and um, really giving back and, and supporting them. So if you want to check out their mission, check out the story, um, buy some coffee. Go to elevatecoffeetrading.com and um, check them out today. And my last partner is Cobopod, and they've been a great partner of mine um, for pretty much, I, I think, most of the year, maybe half the year. Uh, but it's, it's a boutique uh, audio and video studio here that's uh, here in Oceanside, California. They have 4K, uh, 4K video. They have awesome audio. They have a photographer on standby, uh, really an all-in-one uh, production monster. Um, now I find myself just being able to just create and Cobalt can do the rest. So if you're interested in booking a session today um, or you're thinking about, hey, maybe I want to uh, up my game, uh, uh, up my podcast game. Hey, check them out. You can go to cobalpod.org to book your first session. So um, today we have another roundhouse uh, episode here. And uh, this is something that I've, I've by popular demand, I, uh, you know, I've, I've had people <laughs> wanting to do this. So um, I guess I'm going with, man, this is probably round, actually version three um, of the um, roundhouse. And, and today I've got my, my buddy, uh, Logan. And like I said, he's, uh, he, he's always a, a regular. And uh, I, may, I may have to kick him off for the next um, round table here. But I, I don't know. I find myself sort of bringing him back on. I don't Keep know. Keep me in the game, coach. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, Reese that, uh, you know, she is a, um, a, a absolute creative monster. She has uh, her 
her tattoo business and you know she's got a huge instagram following and uh you know i find myself honestly i'm i'm trying to uh <laughs> copy everything she's doing right <laughs> we're now. we're all trying to be <laughs> like reese bro <laughs> but uh, she's got her own podcast going uh that's actually the the, the mind of reese yes. and uh and then we got my boy kano uh um, man this, I'm, I'm telling you this is uh you know I, i've been wanting to get him back in here this is my i mean this is my brother and uh, like I said, he's got uh, he's got he's he's actually got his own podcast, Caffeine and Green. But he's actually converted it into a I mean, really to a lifestyle brand. You know, he's he's finally uh, you know got his own coffee brand, merchandise. And I know he's th- starting to <laughs> sponsor fighters and stuff now. Yeah. Um. So it's it. I mean, it's sort of cool. I I love hearing that story because it, it's always cool to sort of see his beginning and see where you. I'm, I'm like I said, I know I've been on your podcast before. And and I know personally, you know, your transition and everything and everything that's that's transpired and you sort of rebuilding yourself. And now um, you're you're really sort of going into Kano version 2.0. Dude, yeah, real um, talk. So, uh, <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's yeah, and, and that's personally from man, like just seeing you, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm glad like I'm glad you're doing well. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, we're this is going to be the roundhouse uh, epi- uh, roundtable episode. So. Uh, it'll, it'll be a few little topics that we talk about, and uh, like I said, we may just stay on one topic and go from there. But um, yeah, obviously, like I said, I'm glad and uh, definitely in gratitude for for y'all, you know, being able to uh, to do this. And uh, so we'll go into the sort of first line of of questioning, and um, this is uh, something that I've actually been reading. Um, it's a it's it's actually a book. I'm I'm real big. If you know me, I'm real big into a lot of sci-fi you know spirituality just a, a whole mix of things and and probably the, the well actually the last book i've been reading um you know it's called the uh it's called the field and uh really ba- it's based off of an old book but it talks about um you know your you know interconnected energy um in the universe and and what they uh what they call it i'm actually researching that i'm researching that for the uh for my book that i'm i'm working on but i find myself um uh, intrigued by a lot of different concepts and um it might be a question well the question that i pose and everybody can you know sort of free to answer is um it alluded to um an experiment and the actually i I spoke on this uh wednesday for my after my wrestling practice and it was a um Man, it was a, a doctor. I believe it was Doctor Haas or Doctor Huff. Um, I'm gonna be mad because I don't remember it now. But it was a experiment. Yeah, I know it was an experiment in the 1920s, I believe, and just working with uh, electromagnetism. And he did an experiment on a uh, salamander egg, and he found out that there was a uh, an energy field uh, around that salamander egg. You know, everybody has a specific you know energy field, but what was more intriguing was that it actually held the um, the energy field of an adult salamander. So he's surprised by that. He actually did an experiment with humans, vegetation, um, just all kinds of other living organisms and found out that the energy field wasn't actually, the energy field actually held the field of what it would be, you know, what it would become. Um, so, the I think that's the question I sort of pose is where you're at right now. Uh, did you ever feel like this would, uh, you know, getting to where you are right now, personally, professionally, and this is for everyone. Uh, did you ever feel like you would be at this point or do you feel like this was a, a sort of a natural 
culmination. Um, slowly but surely, did you feel like you were heading to this direction? And that, that might be something that, you know, anyone can sort of free to answer on that. I'm living in a dream, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the downright flat out truth. <clears throat> I don't know how I got here. I mean, physically speaking, I know what it took and it was just, just hustling, man. Yeah. It was just hustling every day and waking up for that hustle. And I do it now. It's so yeah. funny. Um, for me personally, I, I've been journaling for a really long time yeah. and it's always like projection of what you want and you create vision boards and things like that. And there have been times when I've gone back into those journals and I'm doing exactly what I said I wanted to do mm -hmm. and more. And I find that there are things and, and it might just be because I've put that thought and that vibration out there, so to speak, or energy out there that kind of, you know, when you vibrate on the same wavelength as something else that yeah. you want called to you. And that's, this is my own way of thinking about this and this is like law of attraction type um, deal. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like, yeah, maybe I did call it to me or maybe I did see myself as this person and then worked my way backwards from the person I was to the person I am now. Yeah. And so I, I don't know, like I personally don't think like I watched every step and was like, this is the exact step I'm supposed to take in order to get to this point. Yeah. But I do think that if I think back, I'm like, this isn't exactly where I thought it was going to be, but it definitely feels where I want to be. And it's, yeah. I don't know if that's the same thing or if it has anything to do with each other, but I don't know. I think that that kind of energy you put out there, you're going to get back in some sort of way. And so I think that would be my answer to your question. As a, as a baby <laughs> salamander, do we know what we want? That's, you know, you, true. you know, if what? the energy exists, that's a, that's a, it's, it's almost a, it's a loaded, it's a trick question. It's one of those to where, honestly, I, I really think that we, we actually come in with all the answers. Uh, and a lot of times I think we sort of forget and then we go through our progression of life figuring out certain things, things that we want, things that we, that we do want, uh, things that we don't want. And uh, I think, you know, I think if you're on that path, I think slowly but surely you, you, uh, you get revealed the you get revealed your your answers or, or perhaps the things that you forgot but i think a lot of times we come in with with everything that we're already supposed to be built for um you know it's just one of those where you know even with i, I mean just give an example even with what with, with reese i mean I, i'm sure and I, and I remember from your story you were you were on the opposite path of the creative spectrum what uh from when we last talked um mm -hmm. uh, and now going into, t you know, tattoo art, um, I think that was something that was sort of already in you. Mm -hmm. um, I think it sort of took figuring out what you didn't want to see what you did want. Yes. And, and I think that goes for everyone. And it's funny what you're saying is that when I... When I did make the transition from becoming... From being an accountant to doing art, um, in as I was growing up, there was only one thing that was stopping me from getting into art or being very creative. And it was just because me and my brother were so close in age that my family, they didn't mean to pin us against like, like, Oh, compare us, I suppose. But I was very good at school and sports and he was very good at art. And so I was like, we always made a pact between each other that we would never kind of step on each other's toes so we can have our own thing because you know, we, 
it's like, why can't you get better grades or something like that? And they don't mean to. It's just more like, hey, like we just want you to do better, that kind of thing. And so, but I always felt an innate feeling or want towards painting. It, I can remember it like at 12 that I always wanted to be creative in some sort of way, but I never touched it. Not one time. And maybe the closest I got was photography class. And I hated that class. I was (laughs) not good at that. So, but then after a while, I mean, it just, it like kept jumping onto my doorstep of like trying to get into these classes and things would flash, but I would never jump on the opportunity. And then one day I'm in my full-time job as, you know, an accountant for a private firm. And all of a sudden they're like, let's do a wine and paint night. And I'm like, that sounds like fun. I've always wanted to paint. And all of a sudden, there it is. And I'm like, sorry, Nora, accounting. Like, let's let's go on this fine art journey. Quit my Damn, job that's what home. it took? Yeah. Just one yeah. class? One class. I sold my first painting uh, wow. for like two grand that night. God yeah. damn. I, that was the only time I sold a painting for that much money, I'll tell you now. Yeah, it's no, been 12 wow. years, so that's the only <laughs> that's time. That's a lot. And I actually think he was trying to date me, so <laughs> thank you. So, it don't matter, yeah. So. Whatever that guy says, yeah, that's what's popping. Right, exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, it did spur me forward to jump into that train and a totally different avenue, and everybody, my family included, were not happy, but I had a vision. And yeah. I was like, I know I'm, I'm going to do this. And yeah. so it just happened. But I feel you on that. Like, it feels like we know already. We just don't know consciously, yeah. perhaps. What about you, Connor? Uh, <laughs> did I know where I was going to be? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn, I was just like so invested in what you guys were saying. I was like, I was just listening. Um, to be honest, I, I do kind of feel like I've always uh, known that I was going to be in coffee, regardless. Um, it started when I was super young. Some of my earliest memories were my mother teaching me how to make her coffee. And she had this huge vanity. It was just like massive. And she'd be like, sweetie, this is how you make coffee. And then you bring it to mom. And I'd be like, <laughs> that's what's up. all right, tight. <laughs> so that was like five years old. And that's pretty Bro, much how it, that is amazing. You had it. Yeah. That is amazing. Dude, yeah. That's what my mom did. And then it was like my grandmother, you know, my grandmother's 93 years old. She's like still kicking. She's killing it. But it's uh, very much a part of like our life still to this day. I, I'm, I'm Mexican. I'm half Mexican. Uh, come from a very traditional Mexican family. So like when I go to my grandma's house, Mijo, can you get grandma some coffee? Like, yeah, grandma. Like, you want some pondos? Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but it's like, it's a big part of my pops. It's a big part of me and my mom's and like my grandmother. So it's like and my grandmother and my mom are like very, very big in my life. So I always kind of knew. But much like yourself, uh, Reese, the corporate, I did corporate for a little bit and I, dude, I do not work in corporate. Yo, I just like, I had a a director of operations tell me once she was like, you're too spicy. You need to like, (laughs) she's like, never lose that fire. But like, you are not built for corporate. And I was like, yeah, I I don't know how y'all just sit in here and do these damn like, like, (laughs) I, I can't, I get so flabbergasted. Like, I don't understand how people work it like this. Like, I don't, I can't do it because my father is an artist. He is, he paint, he went to the Florence Academy of art. Mm. He like did portraits and stuff like that. So he's very, very amazing. Like best painter I've ever seen in my life ever. And then my mom, she's a professional photographer and like does other stuff. And my brother's a musician. So it's like me, I was like, I suck at all these things. Like, I don't know what, like, I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I found skateboarding. And so it was like, skateboarding was definitely, I think, um, 
like looking back in hindsight, like I wanted to be a pro skateboarder or anything. You know, I dropped out of Penn State to pursue skateboarding and it like led me to a lot of other things. But it also kind of has led me to exactly where I'm at. Like I mentioned, I also work for Steel Mill up the street and as in um in uh, congruence with owning my own coffee roasting company. Right. But it's like Riley Hawk, uh, Shay Cooper, all these right. people, they're all skateboarders. And I met Shay, one of the other owners, through coffee. Yeah. One of the other owners met him through skateboarding and coffee. So it's like things have started to have like a domino effect. Mm. And it was like they all were interlinked from yeah. the beginning, whether it was skateboarding, whether it was coffee, whether it was... Um, Martial arts, because I, me and me and Quantal have rolled before. Like I love jujitsu. I do Muay Thai. That's all. That's what like got me through COVID. And then I'm a part of a fight team, so I fight a lot. Um, but it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just all of it has kind of like domino affected into like my later in my life, where it's like, but these were the things that were constant. So it's like yeah. to your to answer your question, that that long winded answer. It's like. Yeah, dude, I think it kind of all was like already laid out for me. I just had to find the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did you have to find the way though? I don't even, I think it just kind of like late, like it laid itself out, but it's also what I was looking for. Like, you know, skateboarding led Mm -hmm. me into videography and editing. And that's what I do a a lot as well. And then, um, photography, my mother taught me, my mom put a camera in my hand when I was like, She's like coffee and photography here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you already had a, a head start. Dude, my, no, my mom gave me a VX 2000 when I was like 13, 12 or 13 years old. Cause she worked in Hollywood. My mom worked in the movie business. Wow. And so she was like, do you want a camera to film your skateboarding friends? Like I see that they have cameras like this. And I was like, yeah, let me get that. And like, yo, hey, <laughs> thanks ma. That's and then awesome. she would be like, here's the aperture. Here's this, here's that. And it was like, cool. And I sucked compared to all my friends. So I would film. And then it was like, oh, and then it like all like kind of just. Went through the way. Like, yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah, that's and and see, I, I think you just proved some, uh, you know, just brought up some great points where, you know, we we already have like certain things sort of laid out for us, and we find ourselves uh, thinking that we know the answers, and we find ourselves sort of resisting, and we get in certain situations or we get in opportunities to where it's <laughs> it's not who we are. Um, and not to, I'm not going to say this is not a PSA to say, hey, quit your job, follow your passion. I'm not saying that per se, but I, I think a lot of times when, um, you know, whoever you built, uh, you know, believe in, you know, creator, God, a higher source, um, they're saying, hey, Logan, look, this is this is what I have <laughs> planned for you. I don't need you to go this direction. <laughs> um, you know, same thing with Kano, same thing with Reese. But we find ourselves saying, well, I. I think I know the way. I think I know the answers. I'm going to go this direction. And we find ourselves just button up against who we innately um, are. And, and I, and from what I've heard, like I said, I, we've got some, you know, creative, um, <laughs> some creative gods in here. Uh, even, even Logan, I, I'm, I'm, we're still um, bringing you over to the dark side <laughs> slowly, slowly, yeah, but surely, That's funny um, you know, you got Peyton, you got Dave, um, so slowly but surely we're, we're bringing you over. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm dead. The dark side. Yeah, Can we elaborate what that even means? <laughs> well, I would like to say that, that I, I am so ready to hear your answer to this question. I'm so excited to understand. <laughs> Honestly, because I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this, this topic actually has my mind racing, bro. 
<laughs> um, because my connection to where I am today yeah. versus where I thought I might be or where I would want to be or aspire to be, I never, even to today, have I understood what that looked like or had a vision of what my future looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it's so interesting that you bring this up in this context because I find it that it's like definitely hit me on the chin, you know, a good one, a good knock, like, bro, wake up. But in my mind, like I've been trying to not be something rather than to be something. Right. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense, I've been trying not to be weak, not to be poor, not to be unemployed. Right all the things. And then in order to not be that, you have to be something else, which is capable, prepared boy scout motto, right? Yeah. Always be prepared. So that's what I've been conditioning myself and training myself to be prepared for whatever it might be. That's next and say yes to fucking everything. Yeah. It's a numbers game. That is what I am absolutely convinced of in our physical form of life. I am convinced that this life is a numbers game. You got to kiss a lot of frogs. You got to to find a prince. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. You got to date however many people it takes to find your wife for some people or your husband. Yeah. And in other cases, sometimes it's your high school sweetheart. Yeah. But I think we, whether it's the hand we're dealt or whether it's, as Reese was explaining before, kind of a manifestation of events where, you know, one thing led to another and I can tie it back to the conversation or this painting class or coffee with Ma or um, something of that nature. When I think about that, nothing really sticks out to me. And so I'm trying really hard, you know what I mean? In this moment, hearing the common response is that folks have kind of can tie back where they are today. Mm-hmm. And I guess I feel like kind of a loner on that in that sense where not necessarily misguided, but no guidance. Yeah. So I'm having to sort of play it moment by moment by moment and making the executive decision in each moment to just say yes to what I hope is the highest probability of a successful journey. Yeah. I think that's the energy that I carry with me from the egg of the salamander. Yeah. If you know what I mean, beyond uh, the interaction with others, beyond the not beyond, but not that I find it to be what makes me who I am is the yes, the go, the hustle. And I have no fucking idea how I got here. (laughs) I'm being dead honest. Like dead honest. I actually think that you do. You literally just said it. You said yes to everything. Yeah. Well, but that's literally made decisions and what didn't feel good. You're like, well, that didn't feel good. I'm gonna say yes to this other thing. That felt good. Let's continue on that. What I mean by what I mean when I say (laughs) is there was never a plan. I would say there wasn't either. Right. Yeah. Like never was there, I'm going to do this. Like I did say I needed a degree. I just picked one. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like I just picked one and it was hard. But where I ended up today, where we end up today, like you said, you were in accounting and then you end up in art. Not only art, like you're not just an artist. Right. Like you have more art out there in the world than most 
artists that will be in museums for generations to come. Mm -hmm. Maybe even made more money in your living life than most artists before they died. Yeah. Right? Like mm -hmm. that's that's some pivotal shit in a lifetime um, on art. I know. And when I think about it, I'm, you know, you just literally put drop it down to the littlest thing and it's like I pay my bills plus so much more with my art and that would make me a successful artist but yet I what you can also say is too is that I'm also getting into education and I never would have thought that either yeah. however it's it's not even artistic education. I'm not teaching people how to tattoo. I'm teaching people how to market their tattoos, which yeah. is something on a business spectrum. But if you would ask me when I was in fine arts school, I thought I, there was no way I was going to get into tattooing and all this stuff. So I was like, I'm going to get my master's in fine art and teach art history one day. Yeah. And that was the place I was going to go because I was like, I want to be a fine artist full time. I don't want to go back to accounting. But I got my way into tattooing and then stuck with tattooing for eight years and then now I'm feeling like the educational side is being pulled out of me and I'm feeling really really called to it all of a sudden like I could have never thought that but and then I can but I can also choose and pick things from my past that maybe have been made oh well you know I do like teaching I did like that I, that was a path and I think that in some ways you can either say where you are right now and choose, pick and choose things from your past to say, hey, this could have, woulda, could have, you know, morphed me or produced this thought in me and maybe that's the reason why I'm here today. Mm -hmm. Or you can go about it the other way where Logan, he's like, I have no clue how I got here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm not going to chalk it up to anything. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I don't I even know what I'm doing now. <laughs> I have maybe, no idea what I do. Maybe you're doing everything. That's what I'm saying. This, this I have boy, no he idea. tells me I don't sleep. Kid gets home at 2 a.m., leaves at 6 oh, a.m. I'm like, I know he doesn't sleep because he, I got he in trouble for me. that shit. <laughs> he did get in trouble. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you waking me up right now? <laughs> anyway, Quantal, I want to know what your answer is. What's yeah. your What's your salamander energy field carrying around? <laughs> oh man, uh, honestly, I love I, this. Yeah. Honestly, I I think just being a you know what honestly I I think I've always wanted to be um, I I tell my wife this that honestly I really didn't want to be like a, a artist per se uh, I've always wanted to be a um, a, a scientist uh, I've always uh, I've always been um, you know influenced and and just I I love sci-fi I love science I love chemistry um, I love biology and I've always been um, you know, excited about that. And I tell my wife, I was like, if I, if I wasn't ever like a creator or a graphic designer, like I would want to be a, a researcher and create my own theories. Um, so I find myself, uh, figuring out how do I, um, how do I merge everything together? And I, I think that's, uh, honestly, I, that's, I think that's been, you know, my energy is just figuring out how to become a, uh, you know, I'm just a seeker of knowledge. I love it. Um, uh, and I will keep, searching and keep uh figuring out ways to uh, you know find something new and then see if i can um implement that in my life and and give that to others you know what's what i do. find funny about that is um not to interrupt you babe but um is that don't you think that there is some sort of amalgamation there of science and creativity that 100%, you bring out? One hundred percent. That's yeah. what I was because, about to say. You are a scientist. I totally agree. I in totally every capacity. Agree. Because at the same time, that even the question you just asked right now is very 
scientific, analytical in that realm, but then you make it creative because you create characters behind these ideas. And that's so cool. Yeah. And so, you know, it's funny because I think about this and people are like, how did you transition from accounting to tattooing? And I tattoo realism. And I think about math and realism. It's either in math, it's either yes or no. It's either right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And in a portrait, it's either it looks like the person or it doesn't. So it's very analytical mathematical in my own way so that's how i can kind of describe it yeah and that's how i would kind of put in your i wouldn't say that that i'm not putting words in your mouth or anything <laughs> like that but that's how i would kind of describe the way you speak and the way you create as well so i i don't know i think you you are definitely a scientist it's <laughs> because you don't have like the but do you have a degree in science <laughs> I, I wish I, I keep telling my wife i was like i'm i'm i feel interested like i would be interested in like going back to school and like trying to get a degree in like quantum physics or something like that like i would sit there and, and read books on that like all the time I'll but go, my dude, we'll go together that, let's my go together dude, the mindset the mindset of a scientist is what makes the scientist the scientist it's not the degree yeah it's not the education it is by a western and even european perspective and global even i guess human perspective like we qualify people as something yeah but did Einstein have a master's degree? Einstein uh, was told that he was uneducatable. Yeah, exactly. To the T. That's but, what they told. A teacher but, told him that. Oh but that God. is my point. Like a structured academic education. And that's why I'm giving my dude over here so many mad pops, props for <laughs> like, like scooting out of school to do the shit yeah. that he wanted to do. And saying like, nah, don't want the tie, don't want the collar. I'm spicy, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> that's real, right? I mean, there's definitely more complicated than that. More complicated <laughs> than that, but yeah, no, dude, I I went through um, a lot of emotions dropping out of Penn State because it was an Ivy League school, you know, like yeah, yeah, of course, right out of yeah. high school. Like, yo, I'm not gonna fake the funk and say like I had like the best life or whatever. Like, I wasn't. It wasn't like super hard. Like, I mean, it was kind of hard growing up, but like. I got into Penn State because of my grades and my SAT scores. It wasn't like I was able to pay the stuff. Like my parents are pretty okay. Like it wasn't like they were hustlers. They were, that's what they did. My mom had three jobs. My dad had two jobs and they would just like try to push it. So when I dropped out of Penn State to tell them that I wanted to go to LA to skate. Oh, oh I understand <laughs> that. Yo, yo, I didn't tell my dad for like three months. <laughs> I was already back in California before my dad even knew. Like straight up, I was so scared to tell my pops. And then he's like, are you in California? I was like, yeah. yeah. He's like, where are you in California? I was like in Fremont. He's like, you're in fucking Fremont. How long have you been here? And I was he's super mad. But like I sat on like this hill at Penn State and like I cried because I dropped out of school. And as soon as I dropped out of school, it was like you have 24 hours to vacate the premises. Like oh, wow. immediately, like, like you're not out. allowed. Like you got to get off the campus. And so I came back. I stayed in the Bay Area for like a couple months and then my mom started working in the movie industry and so I moved to LA with her and it was just like, all right, that's what you want to do. You got to skate. Like, so I started going to skate parks and just meeting people and then it like, again, like everything else in my life is kind of domino affected. Like I can talk to people and I can, you know, there was women, whether it's guys, whatever, like, yo, let's get it popping. Like if you're, if you're chilling, like I have the vibes. I definitely was definitely a, an asshole early in my life. And that's mm -hmm. kind of like helped me get to the point where I'm at where it's, I'm very thankful and grateful and appreciative of a lot of things. So I used to be an asshole in the point where like, 
I wouldn't appreciate it. Um, I was nice to the people that were loyal, but if you had like ever crossed me or you like did something, yo, I would like make you know. Yeah, that's what it was. Because mm-hmm. I was as aggressive as I am now when I fight, but like it was like unwarranted almost. Like I felt like personally violated by you as a person. And then it took me like going through, uh, I broke my back. I broke my back and I dislocated humbling. my hip. You had to go Ooh. through Super something. Super humbling. You had to go through something Ooh. that humbled you. What was that? Really? It was that. And then like a lot of fighting, mm-hmm. but not again, not trained fighting. Like I was, I was scrappy. I was like a young Mexican kid, like that, like, Mexican Irish kid, I should say, cause I'm half. But like, it's uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, I used to wear like triple XLTs and like had the slits in my eyebrows and like the lined up my <laughs> oh. shit. Like, oh no, I was like about the life. Like, I wanted that life. Like, yeah. what you say now is like, I wanted the smoke. Like, I was always looking for anything that was like to prove myself and like more, in a more negative way. Trust me, I you understand. Know. Yeah, so you know that's what it was. And then once I started to like. I got humbled and like had to move back in with my grandmother at like 28. And you know, I got my grandma knocking on my door like, yeah, yeah, no. You want some chilequiles? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. ma'am. Uh, yeah, yeah, grandma. <laughs> yeah, the grandma, let me get some chilequiles, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like, here's the pan dulce, but don't take the piggy. Your daddy likes the piggy. Like, all right, grandma. Like, you know, like, all right, yeah. you know, but at it's 28 like. 28 after a broken back recovery. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, dude. Dude, it was crazy. And then. My yeah. hat's off to you for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But dude, the hip was worse. Yeah. The back I could deal with. The hip was so bad. Like, yeah, the skate industry. Was uh, that? Was a skate accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I So yeah. that's what I did for a, a long, long time. That's what my life was. It was just skateboarding, like yeah. living that life. But then, uh, yeah, one one fall, broken hip. I mean, our dislocated hip, broken back, 28 years old. Mm. The doctor was like, how old are you? I'm 28. It's like, dude, I've, I've never seen a 28 year old dislocate their hip. Like, Damn. so it was, it a was, hard spoon. it was crazy. It was crazy, but it all like worked out and it changed everything. And then it was mindset. But then like, uh, I had a podcast with you, Quantal during quarantine. Yeah. And that was like, I dude, saw that one, dude. Quarantine was like real quarantine not like this new like i know we're in the purple but it's like we're gonna all kind of get through it it's fine but like the real quarantine was heavy for me because i I went through a divorce and like everything like that and um quantal has seen it all like quantal went to my old house he met my my ex-wife and like he he's seen it from like the lowest points of my life to now where i'm like on the come up because like in in all honesty and like and i'm not you know, mad respect to my ex-wife. Like I left her. I'll be, I'll tell you straight up. Like it was fine. I mean, it wasn't fine, but like there was some things that had happened and like, I, I wasn't okay with it. Mm-hmm. And it like, I'll be, I'll be the first to say it's like, yo, it destroyed me. Mm-hmm. Like it straight up destroyed me. And when Quantal had asked me to be on his podcast in the middle of quarantine, I was like going through it mm-hmm. because like, I, you know, I kept when it was happening, I was keeping busy with all my fighting. Mm-hmm. It was like, go work in coffee, go train. And then it was like, deal with it at night for like an hour. And then it was like, okay. But then in quarantine, it was like, yo, this is like, there's no avoiding it. And it started coming in like waves. And I like let myself get to a point where I was like, okay, if you're going to go there, you have to know you're going to bring yourself out. Hmm. So I allowed it. I turned off my phone. I didn't talk to nobody for three days. And I like had the craziest, scariest, deepest thoughts that I've ever had in my life. And like, I told myself, okay, I'll go in on Monday. I have to bring myself out of this by Friday. Mm. 
you gave yourself a yeah. timeline. Yeah. I, I think that's really, I mean, just in that aspect, I think it's really important that you do that. Yeah. You allow yourself to feel it. And you, and then, but you, you also scheduled yourself, like, I'm going to be out of it by this time, but I'm going to allow myself to go deep. Oh, it was <laughs> like, I've never been, I, I mean, like, I guess I could say this, like, I've never been suicidal in my life, but I was definitely suicidal at that time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, <clears throat> you have to know that you have to t- take yourself out of this because it was like, everybody who knew me and my wife, like I loved my wife. Like I was like, I was that dude who was like, I want to get married. Like I want to be a husband. I want to be a dad, all this shit. And it was popping. And like, I thought it was the most gangster shit ever to be like a like devout husband. Like I thought that was like the the business. I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, I was like, I'm cause I always look at dudes who were like not pumped on their wives. Like, Oh my fucking bull ball and chain. It's like, why are you gonna be like that? Like, yo, my wife was mad hot. Like, <laughs> yo, I'll still say that. I'll I still, love you. I yes. think this podcast Seriously. is gonna go really well. Dude, for you. Seriously, <laughs> yo, I mean, like, on the real, like, again, I'm, I did it. I don't hate her, but I will say I appreciate who she is, and she's a beautiful person, and she's gorgeous on the outside. Hmm. But like, things had happened, and it was like, I can't be here with you no more. And right. I had to, I had to take the step away, and to do that was even, I think, almost as hard as like being the one who might have done the thing. Right. You feel me? So it's I like, do. you know, yeah, so yeah. It, it was crazy. Totally. And Quantal saw it. Like, yeah, I kind of did like a Britney Spears almost. Like, I shaved my fucking head. Yeah. Like, Yo. yeah he went. <laughs> this is just now growing back. Like, I was shaving my head like mad. T- Dude, I look so cholo. It was crazy. Like, my homies are like, Bro, I can see the Mexican in you now. <laughs> like, yo, mad tough. Like, it was crazy. He, like, he is going through it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Damn. But yeah, so it's uh, it's all good. Oh, hey, that another <laughs> trial. Yep. You know, as as they say, and 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 that energy field that we bring, like from from that little little, little fresh egg. You know what I mean? <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> that little bring energy field. But that's what makes us stable or sustainable in in our own skin, regardless of the trials that we we face mm-hmm. and the mindset. You know, maybe that coffee got you through it. Maybe the fighting got you through it. Maybe the idea of something bigger got you through it. I don't know what it was. In my mind, it was, it's life or death, right? And you choose to live. Dude, I could tell you exactly who it was, bro. Yeah. It was my two or three friends that I had. Like when I was with my ex-wife, she's from Hawaii. And the, like, it was crazy. Like we rolled so deep. Like for t- I've known my ex-wife for since I was 19 years old. I'm 34 now. Yeah. We only got divorced last year. So I was like, all those people that I had met through my wife and before I even met my ex-wife, she, uh, I'd known them for 12, upwards of 15 years. Yeah. When we split up, two of them, I'm talking like 15 years deep. Y'all know who you are. <laughs> If you listen to this, <laughs> two of them oh out of God. like a group of like 40 people hit me up and yet they'd all be on Instagram photos. They're all partying and nobody fucking like you know, they're all obviously they know they're all with her right. and give a fuck about me. And so it was like, all right, cool. I see y'all like I used to ride for you guys like cool. I see where it's at. And she dude, it was crazy is that like nobody even knew. Not one of them. Like some people will still come up to me now like, oh, yo, what's popping? Like, oh, I heard this. I heard this. Whatever. It's like, cool. 
truth come out. I don't even need to say nothing because like, obviously y'all just believe in some bullshit. Like, <laughs> but then it was crazy. Is that like my, up, dude, dude, my best friend, like my first friend in San Diego, he was there the whole time. And he was like, bro, I'm here for you, whatever you need. And then like my homegirl Leov and then my homegirl Cass, like they didn't even ask what was going on. They were just like, yo, we're, we got you. Like we're here. Word. And then like, it wasn't even until months later and they were like, what happened? And I like told them. So I was like, yo, they didn't even know what happened. And then I actually told them what happened. They were like, we didn't think that was the case. And I was like, yeah, nobody does. Nobody knows. Hmm. And so it's fine. And I'll leave it at that. But it was like, then COVID hit. And it was literally like, I can't even like see certain people. I wasn't rolling yet. And then mm -hmm. I, and then I ended up rolling with our, with our fight team again. And it was like, yo, like I, I would be in my house for like four days at a time, like mm -hmm. not even walk out the front door, not go. Cause nobody knew what was happening. And it was like, I had these two people that I would go out and see. And then it got to a point where like, we were trying to socially distance, but I'd hang out with them. <laughs> and then it was just like, at a point it was like, yo, we hang out all the time. Like, you think we can like be cool? And it was like, all right. And then like, it was just them. And honestly, it's still just them. Like last night I was with all three of them last night. So it was the four of us and we were just chilling, drinking beers, talking shit. Like, I don't need a lot of people, man. Like I think what this thing taught me, especially to, to your point is like these, it's not about, my mom always says this, it's not about the, qu the quantity, it's about the quality. For sure. But I'll take three solid people as my circle than all these other associates that I know. Like, yeah. because they were there when it was like when you were down and out mm. and nobody was counting you in. It was just like, and they're like, come on, bro, like, get back up, you know, kind of thing. You know, it's like, yo, you need those people in your life. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, dude. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. No, that's good. Cheers to you. Shout out to all the homies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely making a, a spicy shirt. I'm, Dude, I'm <laughs> yo, it's mad spicy. <laughs> yo, that's what's popping. <laughs> um, I, you know what? You you just brought something something up. Um, when you were talking talking about you know as far as you know, you know being in that point in your life, and you know you really figure out like who your you know your your true friends are, and uh, you know it's something that um it actually went back to uh, actually something that. I, one of my favorite books is the the Alchemist. Um, Reese, I don't know if you read that before. Pablo Coelho. Yep. yep. Uh, so um, yeah, it just talks about being in the uh, you know one of the chapters in the in the story just was talking about the the main hero being uh, being out in the desert mm -hmm. and you know figuring out you know figuring out how to make it um, you know and you and you know honestly you don't do the course of the story you know he he found the I think he found a village and you know he he found what was necessary in order to get to that next point. Um, and I, I think that's what's really transpiring in all, in all of our lives is figuring out, you know, we're in that desert. You know, we can use COVID. We can use, um, you know, a, a rough divorce, um, anything that's going on right now in our lives and, and using that as, okay, we're here right now. We're, we are knee deep in, in the stuff right now. And how do we make it? Like, how do we figure out ways to be resourceful enough to um, just take one step forward. And I think, honestly, I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, honestly, I mean, even in, in, in your situation, I mean, especially, and I, I can relate. I mean, I'm, I'm 17 years in, uh, you know, I've been married 17 years and, uh, Congratulations, man. That's fucking amazing. But, uh, really hey, awesome. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be truthful with you. You know, COVID, um, you know, she was, she was ready to, uh, she's always been one of those where, um, sometimes she can be, I, I, I'd say sometimes needy, 
and I'm could be the opposite to where like I don't need anyone. <laughs> and sometimes that just sort of rubs the wrong, the wrong way. And it's just one of, one of those where um yeah, she was golly, she's about ready to divorce me a few times, you know, just through the course of COVID. And, and I think just emotions are high, you know, things happen. And um I no, honestly I'm I'm glad that I am uh, a very patient person because it's you know just when I was like what are you talking about like just settle down <laughs> like do you want a hug and um that's a smart question yeah that's a really do you want a but hug yes I, 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 I do. I'm telling what you, are you trying to say baby that's you <laughs> asked that he, he knows that question well now I've, I love I've that. been I've been tested and um you know it's just it, it's I think it's just one of those I think it's it's you know obviously different for everyone but everybody's been you know been in those uh rough trials especially now and, you know, you, you figure out a way to make it. And that, that that's something where, you know, you see a lot of people that's, you know, posting stuff on Instagram and, you know, doing this or doing that. And I was like, you don't like you you don't know real life yet. No. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I think with, uh, you know, just hearing that testament and, and sort of knowing, OK, this man went through, you know, back injury, hip injury, a, a nasty divorce, you know, in quarantine, isolated. You know, about ready to kill himself. Um, you know, then turn into full metal jacket. Um, <laughs> and you know, you figured out a way to just go forward for the next day. And that that is literally the only thing you can do. Um, you know, and that's part of your story. You know, you you go down the line and, and you'll say caffeine and grain is you know some one of the hottest brands out and it's blown up. It was because you took that step forward in your nastiest point in your life. It wasn't, it wasn't because of the great stuff that's happened. It's because of, you know, you just took that step forward when you literally could have stopped. No, what it is, Quanto, I think it is like I, everything you said, but I think <clears throat> one thing that I do every single morning, like uh, I listen to like motivational speeches. Mm-hmm. Like it's like collection, like, co- like a compilation of people. Like, you know, you throw some like Will Smith in there. You got some Les Brown. You got like fucking whatever, motivational speakers. But um what it was is like, it really was just my two or three groups of friends, like, or like my two or three people in my life. So I have my like little, my, my boy Ray Ray, who's been my, my G for long, long time. Same like me, like we related cause he's half Mexican. So he's like, oh, say that. you know, like <laughs> we're all hyped, you know, like whatever. But then he skates. So it was like, Hey bro, you should come and skate. I'm like, let's get some beers and let's go like skate. And it just, I hadn't really been on my board in a minute. And then it was like, boom, it was just through him. And it's like, okay, cool. And then it'd like be with Leov. And then I go run with Leov or like, Hey, we're going to go roll in the backyard. Do you want to like roll with us? And I'm like, during this pandemic, you guys going to roll? Like, (laughs) she's like, yeah. And that was it. And I was like, Oh, all right. Well, if y'all are tripping, like, all right, well, let's get after it then. And so then you go into rolling and then it's like, Oh, yo, let's do striking and do sparring. And it was just like, all right, let's get after it. There's nothing like getting hit in the face to just kind of like put things in perspective. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially bet. by some homies. Like my boy Brian, like my boy Brian likes to like fucking go. Yeah. You know, like he wants to <laughs> scrap. And I'm just like, I love sparring with you, Brian, because like he won't hold back. Like you hit him, bro. Like you miss it. You, like you bob and weave one of his hands and you just see like whew, right above the head. And like, oh, shit, I'm so glad I missed that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you, but that's, I don't know. I just think it's it's all mindset, right? It's mm-hmm. all positivity. And like, I, I say every single morning, like in gratitude, like I'm as thankful for the good things that have happened my, for my, in my life, as much as I am for the negative things that have happened. Yes. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for the negative things, I wouldn't have grown and I wouldn't have known and changed who I am 
to be who the person I am today. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> my grandfather, everybody hears me say this. Mm. My grandfather used to say, if you don't have tragedy in your life, you're probably not doing anything. Yeah. So Dude, if you got your hands in it and you got your head in it and you got your, your life in it, you're going to hit tragedies. That's it. Because you're putting yourself out there. You're wearing yourself on your sleeve and that's what we got to do, right? Be ourselves as much as we can be. And, and we're going to hit some follies along the way and some trials for sure. We hope we do for the reasons that you just explained. Yeah. Gross. Cause you got to grow and you got to be better. Cause then especially when it's like super detrimental and super tragic, yo, like I would definitely say how me and my wife ended was like tragic mm. because especially for like the homies who knew us, like they were like, what the fuck? Like, how did that even happen? Yeah. But then it was like that, that was tragic. The way to my skateboarding career ended, that was tragic. Like, God damn. I like, feel you. Bricks. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. son. Tragedy. But hey, it's the best thing that could ever happen to you because you were builds sending character. it, dude. Yeah, but the thing go. is, is you were fucking sending it. Yeah, you got to go, man. You can't sending it. You yeah. can't be like laying on your deathbed, like looking at your like what could have been and been like, at least I tried. Yo, bro. Absolutely. So is that your like, is absolutely. that your adult energy field that you are a sender? Nah, I'm is a hustle motivator. Yo. I want to I mean. get after it. Like <laughs> I want to grind all day. Like when I hear when I heard Nipsey hustle. No, no cap, no lie. Like, this is what it is. Like, when I heard him for the first time, I legit thought like, he was talking to me. Like, you know how people talk about, like, you hear an artist yeah. and you, like, you feel like they're talking to you? That's how I felt when I heard Nipsey Hussle. He's talking about, like, circle got small, everybody can't go. Like, you know, I was like, I spoke some things into the universe and they appeared. He's like, y'all, he's like, y'all scared. Like, da 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 He's like, I spoke some things in the universe and they appeared. Like, yo. What? Like, dude, that's what I do every day. And then it's like, but you see where he came from. And like, it's really Sissy's crib. He used to be a gangbanger, running the hood, doing these things. And then he switched and dedicated and made the like, much like accountant to, to tattoo artists, hustling. And then, sir, you're just doing a bunch of stuff. Like always, always <laughs> wrestling, like graphic design, everything. So it's like, you make that switch and you make them, that's, that's like a mental mind shift. And then you take it and then you like apply it to your grind and you like, I weighed the risk and the reward. And then I put my ground to this shit. That's like what another thing Nipsey said. And it's like, dude, when you hear these things and like, when I heard him, I was like, all right, yeah, this is okay to be like this I'm, because there's other the right people yeah. like this. Yeah. Like that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Hang, hang around more, more crazy people. I'm telling you, they'll, uh, they'll rub off on you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, uh, that's why I keep messing with Logan. Come it's on. like the keep, average, keep, keep, the keep average planting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you think yes. that you're the average of your five, the five people closest to you. Yeah. And I think in this moment now, and not to get your head all big, babe, but I do think, <laughs> I do think that like I'm, I've never grown faster in a year. I, I feel like I've been challenged in such amazing and annoying like Twitch ways where you're like, oh, don't do that. I don't want to learn this way. But like where I've just learned and grown so much, and now I. I like thrive in growth. I thrive in the thick of it. I'm like more. Yeah. So put me in more muck and mire and yeah. I will get through it. And I just, after you get through it sometimes and you get through so many of it, you're like more, more, more. And then yes. out, that, out of nowhere, you're like growth, growth, growth. And then you start to lose the people that no longer, you know, support the new you or the, the person that you're becoming. And then yeah. you're starting to gravitate more towards people that 
are on that wavelength and that level. And it seems that those are the people that get you through and those are the people that help you learn, even though they might not, you might not want to hear what they have to say because it's something you're like, oh, I just don't want to hear it right yeah. now. Um, it becomes one of the mantras in your life where you're like, fuck, I need to hear it. This yeah. is something I need to go through in order to get past whatever roadblock I'm having in my mind. And it is a mindset shift or hack if you'd like. He loves to call it a brain hack and I and I love that. <laughs> and it's very, it's very scientific. I even think that I was talking to Terrence actually the other day and he was like brain hack and it like moved him mm. because it wasn't manifestation or another word that we utilize so yeah, much. So but tired it's something, of the buzzword. The, yeah, the buzzwords that, you know, we know you're tired of, babe. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like brain hack is, it's something that I really resonate with as well and I think that that's what you've done that's what you've done that's what we've all done to get you to have this to. point yeah you yeah. have to you yeah. know um, I think kind of and with little effort I think it's easy to come back to Quantel's original point is that adult energy field that carries um, throughout our life I think maybe even right which I don't know what yeah pretty we, much um, yeah I, I think pretty much everything that you've you will, you know, change, you know, transform into or, or anything that, you know, you pretty much will become is already, already done. You already have that sort of from what the book is saying, you already have that field around you. And your job on this planet is to take your journey, write your story, figure out those steps right. and figure out how everything sort of connects. Uh, you know, that's, and that's something that I've, you know, I, I actually was talking about the same concept to my wrestling class uh, after practice, and um, you know, like I said, my, I told you I've, I'm always talking to them after every practice, right. and and I talked about that. You know, all the things that you know you've you know you will become or or you already built for, you already come came into this planet already ready. Yeah. You know, we just have to figure out ways to sort of get to that point, and um, you know, and a lot of times if we get around people that honestly they they sort of dim our light a little bit. Um, you get around those people and say, Hey, you know, you can't do this or you can't do that. You know, uh, you're not talented enough or, you know, um, you're not pretty enough. You're not fast enough. Uh, you know, there's all those, all those little things that, that keep, um, you know, chipping away at, at you, you know, all those little negative things that, you know, it, it sort of seeps in your brain and, uh, in your heart and, you know, they find ways of just sort of, sort of keeping you down at a, at a, just a comfortable enough uh, level to where, you know, if you really up leveled, it would be scary for them. Yeah. And that's, that's, I've seen it happen. Um, but that's also like what Reese is talking about. Like people start to like fade away. Yeah. Yep. And you know, what's funny is you, on that point, you can almost see it in real time now, like, yeah. especially like with uh, Instagram, right? Like you could see who likes your phone, like not likes, but um, who views your story. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could see like, oh, the numbers are starting to drop or like you see certain people start to fall off because like, yo, you can offend people now by your hustle. Yeah. Like, yo, can you just like chill out? Like what? Because you're not getting it. Like, yeah. yo, like my bad sucks for <laughs> you, bro. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. You want me to fucking walk your hand through this? Like, I'm not going to feel bad for you if you're just sitting on your ass not doing anything. Yeah. Like, yo, send you got to go and get it. Send master class. That'll yo, help. There you go. You get it. a master class. <laughs> or, or are they, are, are people, are people sort of gravitating towards your, or repelling or gravitating towards your Instagram story? Or do they really know the real story? Like when I, like I know your real story and I know like what you had to sort of go through to sort of get to where you are now. I can't, I can't even do anything but clap. I'm like, well, like you know, I'm I'm glad he's he's 
you know, he's doing this. You know, he's got his clothing brand, got his podcast going, got his coffee finally up and going. He's out doing his thing. I I can't even do anything. I can't even do anything but support you on that. Like, why Like why would I hate on that? Like, because I, I know see, your real that's story. that's the thing, though. That's the thing. It's like, you're never going to, yo, Nipsey Hussle said this. I know it's Nipsey Hussle. But, like, he, <laughs> Nipsey Hussle said, he's like, you can never hate on somebody who's doing more than you. Because, yeah. like, or somebody who's, like, trying to get it. Because, like, yo, what are you going to do? Like, not acknowledge that? Like, no. Like only a person who doesn't have as much or a person that's a hater is going to hate on somebody who's doing more than them. It's like, no, if you're trying to elevate and get to the next level, yo, all day G like I have a little elevate homie. Others. Yeah. If Always. you want to elevate, elevate yo. everybody around yo, you, you have to, yo, it's a raising, community. A raising a tribe. tide raises all ships. It's a tribe. Yo, you feel me? Like that's what it is. Oh, like, for sure. I'm on that level. You can day. give them, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink. For like, sure. Man, yep. I was just talking about this today. Yo, that's what it is. Like, <laughs> I try to give my little homie, like my homie Caleb, he's like uh, 18 or 19, but he's a skateboarder. Yeah. But he's like, hey, you know, Connor, can I talk to you about like, I want to make a clothing brand? He's like, all right, cool. He made the shirts. I gave him like a connect to his shirts. All right, there you go. Get, get, get your shirt guy. That's all good. Yes. Little, little kid shit, like a young adult shit, I should say. Right, like, right, you just right. want to get your first brand out there. All right, cool. Do your thing, Pippin. Like, but then he asked me, he's like, hey, Connor, you know, like, do you want a shirt? And I'm like, yeah, bro. How much? And he's like, oh, I give it to you for free. I'm like, nah, that's where you're wrong. That's where you stop right there. I was like, yeah, I know you want to hook up your homies, but 20 bucks, I will give you 20 bucks. Never sell your product short, bro. Like always make sure like get, make sure the homies want to really support you. Don't just make sure they're getting free shit. Right. Make your money back. And then when it's time to actually be able to give like shit back to the homies, then give it back. Mm. He's like, well, in that case, like I'll buy one of your shirts. I'm like, all right, cool, bro. But like, don't worry about it. I was like, give me your shirt, 20 bucks. You earn that. It's your idea. Make sure you get paid. Like Word. that's yeah. what it is. Like you gotta make sure that you're taking care of yourself in a respectful way, but always look out for the homies. Yeah. Like, well, think uh, about the airplane thing. Who, where do you put the mask on first? On you first yep. before you put it on your own neighbor. There, so there you go. That's true. I mean, it yeah. is. Like you yeah, have you to. You have to. If you but have the dream, you're teaching him a good lesson. Too. Yeah, and like, bro, make your money back, player. Like, come on, G. Like, you're not gonna make any money back if you're not doing that. And I was like, 80 percent profit margin. I had to like break it down for him. Like, you see this, this, this is your cost. This is what you cost to make it. Take a deduction. But what's it going to cost to get you to 16, 60 to 80%. He's like about $17. It's like 20 bucks. There you go, bro. Yep. Done. Like, I, I wish I could go back. Uh, Cause like I said, I was in design school. Like I wish I can go back to, um, to a, de, you know, to a design program now and like just teach, you know, how to, how to sell yourself, how to sell product, how to sell your merch. Uh, Cause, I'm telling you, I, I came out, I had no clue. I mean, I just wanted to get a, you know, design degree and, you know, oddly enough, I end up, you know, trying to do my own thing. And then, like I said, I had to learn the hard way. And, um, you know, now I can go back and say, Hey, look, no, this is, this is what you need, need to do. And, mm -hmm. uh, I honestly, I, I wish, you know, more people were able to teach, um, teach that, you know, even in a, in some kind of curriculum or I guess he either doing it, you know, online is, yeah, is let's start a school. Hey, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very tempted. Yo, I'm hey, yo, let's start a school. You'll be the scientist. <laughs> <laughs> no, Science but really. no, I know. I totally agree. I mean, even with me in tattooing, you just get, you just learn how to tattoo. If you get a mentor, if you're lucky to get an apprenticeship and get a mentor that actually wants to teach you how to tattoo, you're golden. Yeah. But after that, yes. you ha they don't give yes. you tattoo business. They don't tell you how to market yourself. You no. just like, oh, my tattoos are going to sell themselves. Absolutely not. Nope, no. It doesn't work that way. And so I, it took me, I've been on Instagram for 12 years. I've been a tattoo artist for eight years. I'm just now getting the hang of it. And I'm like, 
fuck, I can't keep this to myself. So yeah. now <laughs> I'm like, let me teach other people how to do it. And I'm I'm in my class even today, right before our podcast today, and I'm teaching tattoo artists like how to market themselves on Instagram. And I'm like, you guys, this is the just, I was like, screenshot all the shit, record what I'm saying, write it down. I don't care if you take it all because I want you to have it. Yeah. I yeah. wish I had this when yeah. someone was teaching me. I want you to get to where I am in way less time. How good did yep. that shit feel to say that? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't want to be gross or nothing, but definitely felt really good. So I just, and then coming here. <laughs> nope, we're not going to go there. Um, but no, when I got here. Ne- needed a sound effect with that. <laughs> the, zoom, the zoom man shot. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> When I got here, I, I was buzzing. Like, I didn't even bring a jacket. I was, like, sweating so excited about <laughs> so excited about what I just taught and how many people were just so stoked on it. Sick. That, yeah. like, I was like, man, I got here and I was all, oh, I need some water. <laughs> I want to hear more about the salamander egg. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just, serious. Yeah, man. I just talked about, uh, even with the experiment, I just talked about, uh, you know, he tested it even, you know, uh, through the stage of the, of the egg. Um, it kept that full, fully grown adult until it became what it was supposed to, you know, become. And, um, and I think that's, I, honestly, I think that's true for, I, and he tested it with, uh, human embryos with all kinds of different organisms and it already held the, uh, you know, what it was going to be, um, you know, in its, you know, adult conception. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those where I, I think we, we come in sort of already knowing everything. And, that, and I think that's something that I, I, I'm learning myself, and I, I find myself sort of, you know, just experimenting, you know, with this, with that. Um, you know, I, I've never really saw myself even doing a podcast. Uh, I've always been sort of a, a leader uh, just through sports and and um, organizations. And, you know, I, I think even doing this podcast is sort of just a, a, a mixture of all the things, you know, that I love. You know, I, I love getting insights from different people. I love seeing what, what other, you know, creators and, and entrepreneurs are doing. And, um, you know, I, I like seeing what, you know, what makes them tick and, um, you know, what sort of keeps them up at night sometimes and what, you know, flutters their heart. Um, and I, I think, I think that's just something with, I mean, we talked about this earlier is like, even this group is, you know, I'm the average of, you know, the people that I, you know, that I hang around with. And, um, you know, I think, you know, every every time I you know talk to Kana or I talk to Reese or I talk to you, like every time something more gets, you know, absorbed in me and then I can, you know, implement that in my life and then, you know, share that out with others. And that's that's what I'm trying to um, get. And that then that's what I'm trying to teach others to do is, you know, even when I, I talk to my wrestling class, I'm like, OK, I, I say this right now, whatever I say. I, I want you to get to the point to where you, you know, you implement it, you know, you start to believe it. And then whatever I say, you need to share it to someone else. I was like, don't ever hoard it. Don't ever feel like this word is for you. No, whatever is, whatever I say to you, you need to share that with others. And that's how you, you know, keep that, that little circulation of, uh, positivity going positive juju yeah. man so mm, that's, that's right where it um, is. i can't i can't hoard it you know if it's something to work you know if it's a, a video that i listen to or you know some kind of podcast that you know i heard you know like i gotta figure out a way to sort of express that and share that out and and maybe uh even with my book you know maybe i'm just all i'm doing is just 
um, getting certain philosophies and concepts and things. And all I'm doing is just simplifying the message to, you know, get people to relate to that. Uh, but it's, um, but yeah, even the things that we talk about, um, you know, the, the blueprint, energetic blueprint, you know, um, you know, planting seeds, all that stuff is just a culmination of what that, what the book that I'm working on, um, that's all it is. So that's what I love about you, Quintal. I think that I was so excited when you invited me. I was like, can we do it? It was just, I was so excited and I rushed here. I was like, I'm not going to be late. But no, I really, I really, truly uh, feel really grateful that I know Logan to, in order to get to know you. And then we've had our own, you invited me on your podcast on a level where I was just like mind blown. And I, I think it was because of the fact that what you have to say and the way you say it is unique. It uniquely resonates with me. And I think that that is for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so the more people that you touch or plant seeds, it's wonderful. It's like, I believe, and this is what I'm going to just say, I believe about all four of us or all six of us actually in this room, but um, all four of us here talking right now that we have something in common where we feel like we're, our purpose maybe on this earth or one of them is is to give back more than we took. Yeah, and 100%. so And so yeah. I think that that's like definitely my goal in life because I feel like I've already taken a lot. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready to give back a little bit. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that, and I think that's what exactly what you're doing, especially with your wrestling team, with your podcast, um, even what you say online, even when you, when you, like even today when you commented on something of mine on Instagram, I just like, I fucking love this guy. I just, he's so supportive, you know, you're always so supportive and it's like you, even with the thing in the back of your mind, like she's got so many people commenting, she might not even see my comment, but the fact that you do it anyway, it just, I, I just That's love that. That's a ride or die. It's ride or die. That's a ride or die, homie. That's a problem. die. And yeah. it really, you feel that through that. You feel that energy yeah. through, even through a, a phone. Yeah. And so that's, I just had to give you some props for that. Yeah, I, I really, gotta give you props too, man, because you. dude, I haven't met anybody like you before. You're not from this, You're a superhero, man. You're not from we this talk planet, about this all bro. The time. Hey, speaking speaking of superheroes, I'm actually doing a uh, a little uh, art project with. Uh, I'm in partnership with a uh, organization in San Diego called Creators Assemble, and they're actually doing a uh, partnership with uh, Make a Wish. So I'm actually Bye. creating um, a superhero style uh, illustration for a uh, kid that's that's got a um, um, fighting through cancer right now. Yes. Um, yes. So I'll, I'll be starting that in, de in December. So it'll be a, a fun little part. I got I to make a yeah. video and introduce myself to the kids. Yes. And stuff like yes. That, so. That's awesome. Um, that is fucking so. badass. Well, I yeah, just love know that. If you yes. need help working on the video and if you need help on promoting that dude. or anything, oh, yeah. dude, yeah, for sure. just definitely say, say, let say. us know because we want to, I will definitely help send that shit. Yeah. For sure. Me cool. también. Yeah. Same. Cool. Damn. Dude, can I can I add to that real quick about yeah, like just please. yeah I don't because I don't know if you guys definitely I don't think you might have heard the podcast but so Quan's Hall actually I I, I was hella stupid <laughs> like he came to Seven Seas and he like was like hey you guys like won this cup and I was like managing the the shop at the time and I was like cool man yeah thanks for the cup and then he was like can I get a latte and I was like yeah uh, what's about the cup like what okay cool and then like I gave him like a discount on the cup and the owner of the shop at the time was like. You should have given him the latte for free. And I was like, dude, I didn't even know about like him coming through. Like what happened to this and da, 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 da. And then I was just like, well, like, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't remember why I did, but I was like, Hey man, like you want to come on my podcast? And he was like, yeah. So he came to my house and like literally had only met him the one time at the, at the coffee shop. <laughs> and I remember even telling my wife, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know how 
this is gonna go like so just like chill whatever like it's fine like because she would my my so ex-wife just would just, yeah my ex-wife would just like hang out in the back room and i was like you can totally hang out here but she's like no i'm cool like i'll be out here whatever and then like we end up having this super deep like intellectual like spiritual conversation what i was just like after the podcast, I was like, Quantel, I think that was one of the best podcasts I've ever had. Because it was so unexpected and like just in talking to him and learning about him and just like in that 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 space and that time that we had, and it was like, dude, you're super rad. Like, yo, Did we just become best yeah, friends? Yeah, like for real, for real. He asked I don't remember now what it was, but he had asked me some crazy question that got us like like on some deeper level thoughts. And Word. I was like, I was not expecting the conversation to go this way like, what, at all. What I, what I get on the outside of Quantal versus what you get on the inside is not the same. <laughs> like you make me nervous. I've said that before. <laughs> Cause you're like, you're like a moving unit, a very capable moving unit. You know what I mean? In your physical form. You know, I, I get that all the time. Like people, uh, I'll be scared to um, you know, approach me um, yeah. until like, uh, until you start talking to me and then, yeah, like my smile. my wife, like my wife, is tougher than me. Yeah. Um. So it's yeah, it's one of those where like I'm, you know, I, I can be a pushover. Heck, I, I cry in movies. I I cry. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I, cry just, if, I cry all the time. Yeah, I cry all the time. Yeah. So it's like I, too. Until I see Quantal doing pull-ups on the jungle gym down here with no shirt on on <laughs> the beach, and then I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Have is you that? rolled with him? Have you rolled with him yet? <laughs> no, dude. His no, pressure are you is me? tough. Like, yo, I'm mad skinny, but like I can move. Yeah. Like like Spider Man. But you don't want him to come full speed at you. Ever. Uh, I mean, no. Okay, if we were to wrestle, no. Jiu-jitsu, I will like. I'll let him get close. Like, yeah, let's get close. Wrestling though, like, nah. Like, I'm not trying to sprawl with this guy. No, 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 no. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> jujitsu all day. I think I think we've got a a, a mad respect in the room for sure. Yes, one hundred percent. Mad respect for Quantal. After you said, <laughs> well, I, that's it. I I appreciate it. Like I said, I'm um, honestly, I, I wouldn't even be able to you know get connected with with any of you if it wasn't for the for the podcast. So. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those where, uh, or maybe I was supposed to meet with y'all. Who knows? Ooh, I think that one, I think that. the uh, latter, not the former. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that, and that's also too, something I, I told my group, I was like, everybody's coming from different backgrounds, different perspectives, uh, different locations. It's like, what were literally, if you backtracked every step from the time you were born till now, like what were all the steps needed for us to connect with each other? Yeah. Um, it, it can be a little, a little weird when you think about that. Like all the, all the decisions, all the yeses, all the noes to get to this specific point. Mistakes. Yeah. I think there's a, a lot of angles to look at this, but whenever I, I kind of start to think about it, it's a, an idea that I've been kicking around recently is that age, um, and I know people have said it before and we read about it and hear about it, but I don't think that age is really a thing. When you talk about that, that field, that energy field around the egg, right? I think that it's not that we already know um, what we're going to be or that it's already maybe maybe it's maybe it is the path is already written. But I've been playing with the idea in my mind anyway, that maybe it's not so much about like the journey being defined or it's already written maybe or done, but maybe it's a sense of capability that we're born with that follows us forever a sense of logic a sense of problem solving as a human as this species on earth your capability as a child you learn like this when you're a kid right you learn like that when you're an adult right 
your capabilities from the essence of a child, your awareness, your conditioning changes, your experiences will change and evolve you in ways, but the capability that's like a clean slate, like a canvas that's empty to be written on, but the capability and your awareness is still what it is throughout your life, your evolving life. And that is, in my opinion, like that means age is completely only only um, relative to your physical form. A construct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Age is, a, is only relative to your physical form, but your awareness is sees no age. Yeah. Your oh, capabilities yeah. see no age, right? And that is your, 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 um, let's say, uh, it, 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 we, we have no words to explain it. It's like your approach that's based on conditioning, how you respond based on conditioning, your next move based on conditioning, right? But if you strip all of that away, how old you are, how young you are, you're really an empty room that's putting furniture into a room that maybe it's a hundred year old chair that you inherited, right? Maybe it's something new you bought from Ikea, bless your heart. I've done it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to fall apart, <laughs> but it's all this stuff you're sticking into your room, right? But that's kind of what you're sitting on now in time and space, but your awareness is still the same. And your problem-solving capabilities are still the same. You just now have furniture in the room as tools to work it out. Where are you going to sit when you figure it out? What are your tools? What is your conditioning? I, I think you just, that, that's, a, that's a great point. Um, you know what? When you talk about awareness, I, I think people, when people get a little bit more connected uh, with their awareness, um, the, the solutions start to come quicker on, on any, anything. I think sometimes we don't... Um, you know, and I can relate this to jujitsu, to wrestling. If you're not positionally aware of where you're at in a specific time, you will get in trouble. Um, and that's something to where I'm, I'm trying to practice more of that in my life is, is figuring out, okay, just having the awareness. You know, I'm trying to get from, you know, from this level to the next level. It's not the point that I don't have the capabilities to do it. It's just the awareness of getting to that. And if I figure that out, then the solutions come quicker. That's genius. But That's, what about the dedication, though, too? There's well, dedication. Oh, yeah. Specifically, yeah. yeah commitment, commitment and dedication, but to what? Yeah. But to what? The ultimate goal. But, but right. Is it getting to that next level? Is, but I feel like that's just as important, though, because, like, specifically to use off your idea, Quantal, it's like the dedication to wrestling and jujitsu. I mean, specifically jujitsu. It's like you cannot afford to miss days. If you want to get to that next level, you have to get through the pain. You have to get through the like the like, uh, mental fortitude or like just like the mental resilience to be able to commit it to memory and to do these things. And then um, in in congruence with doing everything that you're talking about, because like the, it, it also takes you condition the, the mind yeah. beyond only conditioning the body. The body can break. The mind will choose if the body stops when it breaks. It's compliance to pain. Through joint manipulation, airflow, blood flow, that's the science behind it. But you can't break the science down without the practice, without the commitment, without the dedication. I fully understand, fully get it. But all of that stems down to one very, very simple thing, is that we were made for this fucking place. 
We are problem solvers beyond any problem solver that the universe has seen that we fucking know about in every generation of the human species as we fucking know it. We're the best problem solvers on earth. Yeah. And I, I in think, the universe. And I, I, I think it really just comes I down definitely to. Definitely would think the planet for sure. I don't yeah. know. But I don't know. Because I think there's so much more out there that like. Dude, I think there's like something way more complex than this out there. Oh, totally, yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, totally open to it. Totally open to that. But show me that. I, I, I feel you on that. Show me that in the last 2,000 years or 5,000 years that have human, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. And, 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 and I'm about it. The thought of it, I can create anything in my mind. You're yeah. open to it. However, yeah. the evidence as of, as of we yeah. know it now. I hope is, it, it is. We are the best problem solvers in the universe that we know of. as we know that it we can now. put our no, finger yes. on yes yes yeah we're not seeing buildings and planets and podcasts hanging you know from other countries tuning in right now I'm super down you feel me on that no, shout out to the universe Word. yeah right but i think that's the energy that we carry with us from the baby salamander through life is that the essence of us is that uh spatial awareness that we can tap into when we're committed to apply that awareness to whatever it is that we are applying our physical form to. For example, art. For example, your your fucking hustle, right? Whatever that is right now. Coffee it's coffee. It's coffee. Right? <laughs> right? But it could be anything. You can oh, apply 100%. that to oh, anything yeah. and you know that you But it ends up being it. your yeah. hustle, but you are yeah. capable mm-hmm. for whatever reason like whatever little tips along the way that ma or dad or whatever sent you in a direction or the life course that you took, but that energy field to your point, it sees no age. Oh no. It sees no, it it sees, it sees no trials. It is built. We I'll quote Jesse Owens. Yo, I said, this is a complex world we live in. He goes, yeah, we're complex beings. We were built for this place. Yeah. That's it. Yep. We have brilliance. We carry brilliance with us and our commitment. I love that you said that, dude, because that's where it is. When you gave yourself five days or whatever yep. till Friday, till a Friday. date, right? You knew you were capable. Okay. You oh, knew you had it. it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. knew you had it. You're like, mm-hmm. I need to go deep. I need to go deep to get like through this. And, and even get done the with capability it. to go deep. Oh, you know, some people want to fight that. And then all of a sudden they're like backing up and, you know, whatever. But instead you were like, I'm capable of going deep and I'm also capable of bringing myself out of it. I will be 100% transparent here. I was smoking so much weed that like, <laughs> I was like, this is not conducive to me smoking. Like Word. it's going to keep fucking up my high. So Word. like you got to embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, just being real. Motive. Like, I'm just motive, being real. Like, motive I, and I was, capability, baby. That's I wanted to get back to being high and just like enjoying it. That's the carrot. Like, thinking right? about it and, like, That's the carrot and the horse, like, man. Yeah. Just hold the carrot the in front motive. of the horse's mouth and he'll figure out, yo. Don't give me the carrot. Yeah, I'm gonna go deep and come back. I'm gonna enjoy that carrot on way really more. Way that carrot. Yes, like Walmart eight dollar bottles of fucking huge wine and weed. That's like what got me through it. Like that's weird. Yeah, a lot of wine, a lot of red wine. Whatever. I did not become an alcoholic, but I definitely started drinking more during COVID. Like I'm not gonna lie. I was like Jesus. All right. Well, um, yeah, that, I think we could probably uh, be conversating for uh, on some things for for another hour or so yeah, we sure um and i don't want to get in trouble with my wife she, <laughs> she's texting me where are you at are you done yet are you done yet? can you be saying that on 
okay though. She listening. <laughs> Don't get yourself. She in does trouble. sometimes. Yeah, shout out. She shout gets out. she gets on me. She she's uh she's my drill sergeant. You know, I'll I'll do I'll record something. I have to make sure like she's she's away because she's always like, you should stop saying this, stop saying this, stop saying this. It's like you should have did this. Dang. And uh, I like it. And That's good, though, you I was like, that. just I was like, just get away. Get away from me. <laughs> He's like, I like L's all year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that 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 can be my uh, my challenge at times where I can be, I, I'm very uh, persistent and stubborn and sometimes I can be too stubborn. Um, but I am aware of that and that's something that I'm trying to uh, improve upon. Uh, I, I think with my adult salamander energy, I'm always going to be stubborn and I think that stubbornness um, helped me to, to get where I need to go. Uh, but at the same time too, I still need to, balance that out and say okay look now we need to get to the point keep that stubbornness but now we have to sort of figure out how do we um evolve and how do we perhaps unlearn some things that we've been learning for the past you know 40 years of my life uh now we have to start unlearning certain things and you know with you know good examples with age or with um you know heck concept of time you know uh, all kinds of things. Uh, we have to start l- learning to unlearn a lot of things to, so we can bring something new in. And um, so I just sort of allude that to oil and water. You know, I can't keep um, adding oil to water and feel like that's going to mix and it's not. Uh, yeah. Um, so I think that's my scientist in me. I said I've always wanted to be a scientist. Call, I'm, I'm going to come in here next time. Just, I support just you. Me, just call me Dr. Langford. Dr. Langford. Yes. Dr. Langford. That is a great uh, name. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty that's much like sealed right there. Yeah. yeah. Like Dr. Dre, but you're Dr. Langford. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Dude. Like how the he's a doctor of nothing, but yeah. he's a doctor of everything. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that. That'll be my new uh, podcast there. All right. A little, little side thing, Dr. Dr. Langford. Season in. 27. Yeah, dude, dude, yeah I know. Friday Night Talks <laughs> with Dr. Langford. Dude, Dr. Yeah. Phil like, is, a, wait, what is his name? Dr. Phil? Is it Dr. Yeah. Phil? He's not a doctor. Yeah, I know. He's it's, not? He's not a doctor. You just blew my mind. Just saying. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life has been a lie. <laughs> you're on to something, Quantel. Dr. Langford, you're yeah. fine. Nobody will care. <laughs> Nobody I care. had no idea, dude. <laughs> Swear or, to God, or, you just wow. Or <laughs> yeah. my, my my other my other idea I had was uh, instead of Doctor Langford, I had uh, uh, right on cue, and that was right dude. That's actually Q. pretty that's tight, so dope, dude. Yeah, I that's like right awesome. on marketing <laughs> genius yeah. for yourself. I like yep. that. So, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. That's something I, I, I've been sort of playing around with. I'm, I might do something for next year. I might play around with that. But uh, other than that, well, we'll. Uh, We'll end this with um, creative tips and we'll go around and do the creative tips and then we'll, uh, I think we'll call it for an episode. Um, creative tip, start with Logan. What is a creative tip that you can provide our audience? Send it. <laughs> Every time. Sick. Send it. Don't question it unless it hurts people, things, mother nature. That's bad. So stop sending it if you're fucking doing that. But at the end of the day, yeah, send it, man. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Reese? I mean, that's a really hard one to follow up with, considering that that's I think that's all of our mottos in here is just to fucking send it. But for me, honestly, as far as creativity um, and as being an artist and a fine artist, actually, I would just say, yeah, follow. Just follow your dream. Just go for it. And whether, you know, a lot of people always wonder as far as um 
you know, you were saying earlier, like, don't quit your day job or anything like that to like, or ruin anything in that regard. But at the end of the day, quit that fucking, quit that fucking yeah. job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I back that. you know, it's just <laughs> go for it. You only have one life, you know, YOLO, <laughs> you know, you only live once. So just send it. And everything is going to work out. It really, really does. If you truly believe it and just send it. Yeah. I'm with Logan. What about you, Kano? I would, um, I would have to say like, again, just trust yourself. That's like the most gangster shit you can ever do in your life. In my opinion is like really invest in yourself, trust yourself, trust that you know what you're doing. Because I feel like I was just talking about this the other day. It was like, People have the hardest time really believing in themselves. They rely on others to believe in themselves. And at the end of the day, you're the only person who has your back. If you really feel that people are fucking with what you're doing, trust that and go with that. And it's not going to be amazing the first month, the first couple months, the first year. But eventually somebody will pick up on your vibe because you have so much confidence in yourself, not cocky but confident in yourself and you trust your, your process. You trust in what you believe and you trust in what you can create. When you exude that people are going to like follow and that's what it is. And it's, I don't mean that in like a negative way, like they're going to follow you, but it's like, they're going to believe in what you believe in, in the sense where like, yo, this dude can do it or this girl can do it or they can do it. It's like, it's like you're creating an impact. Yeah. You're making a difference in other people's lives and you're motivating them. And like, whether it's, I, I'm a big believer in like telling people how you feel about them. Like, you know, like, especially now, like with after COVID, COVID was like a big thing for me, like during, during quarantine. Cause I was like, again, I hadn't left my house in like four days. So I would make sure that when I talked to my homies, I'd be like, yo, I love you. Or like, I, I, you good? You good? You take care of like, how's your homies? Like, how's your mom? How's your pops? How's your you know brother, sister, whatever. Woo woo. Like just make sure that, you know, all of that connects. So when you fucking with people and especially people that you love, like, Hey man, like, Oh, I love you. Like, how you doing? You all right? Cool. Pops. Cool. All right. Tight. Like that I think is just as important for me in being creative, but knowing that like my friends have my back and you get the ride or dies in your life that are like, y'all don't even know. I need I don't even need to know what happened. I know that you're good. So I'm there for you. And at the end of the day, when you find out that like it was the shitty thing that happened to you, as opposed to you doing it to somebody else, like, you're not dwelling on it in a negative way. You're just like, damn, you came through that. That's what's popping. Like props, you know? So it's like, I think for me, that creative process is just trust yourself, invest in yourself, invest in the people that invest in you. Like just trust that process and trust those people and just love, you know, I support that fully, man. The people around you are important. And I struggled with that for a long time. Like trusting people, letting people into your process. You know what I mean? It's like, my walls have been up for a long time and it's really nice to hear other people say that they look to other people for guidance, for inspiration and things. And I was always like, you know, looking to myself for this. You can't be in a bubble, man. That's what yeah. I learned, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yo, shout out to my homegirl, Leah, like just real quick. Sorry. I know we're trying to go like, but like, <laughs> no, <I didn't laughs> she, like she's one of my best friends, hands down. And like, I connect with her on such a different level that like, we like when I look at things like when I'm designing stuff for caffeine and green or like we're roasting or like my pro fighter, shout out Tyler Schaefer. She's the best. Um, she like I'll design the back of the shirt and I'll design the front of the shirt and I'll be like, damn, this is tight. But like, I need, I need like a second pair of eyes. I know that I know that in my process. So like 
I'll be like, yo, Leah, let me see this. Like, yo, let me, can I show you this? And she'll be like, what do you think? And she's like, well, what about this? What about this? And like things I can't even see because I've been looking at it and I'm like, yo, this is mad dope. But then you like let somebody else have an unbiased eye, but they, they support what you're doing and they look at it and they're like, yo, this looks sick, but like, how about you switch it out like this and you do this? And then it was like, yes, like, hell yeah. And then sometimes it's like, nah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But then at the same time, <laughs> you still trust in yourself. Exactly. In that you're trusting yeah. yourself in that. But it's like when they do say something, you take your ego and you take your like what you want out of it. And you look at it from an unlike, you know, this person who I trust what they said really had a, a, a pretty big impact on like the final product. And I think you need that because um, it's balance. You're not in your own oh, head. You're not in your. It takes a whole crew to produce the show, bro. Exactly. No. It takes exactly. a whole crew to produce a show. We're not in this bubble alone. Nah, hell no. Nah. I'm figuring this out. Yeah. I'm figuring this out. You need people. Yeah. Straight up. So yeah. that's just trust the process. Trust, <laughs> trust your homies and trust yourself. Well, uh, I guess my creative tip would be uh, just keep planting seeds. Um, you know, it's just one of those to where. Um, something my granddad taught me, uh, when I was younger and, you know, it's, I can plant those seeds. I can, I can do everything necessary, but, uh, sometimes you're going to be in that season where it's not your time to, uh, to shine yet. Um, sometimes your season may be supporting others. Uh, sometimes your, your season may be, you know, to, to harvest. Um, so figure out what season you're in, figure out ways to keep planting those seeds and, um, share a light, share love share creativity, share inspiration and, um, support, uh, support others and, you know, let others know that they can be, uh, they can be great and let them know what they, uh, what they've come on this planet and maybe they've forgotten down the road. Maybe we're just here to just, Hey, help remind them and, uh, let them know that, Hey, look, you're, you already have it. You already have everything you need. Um, I'm just here to let you know that. So that's my creative tip is just, uh, you know, keep planting seeds. Um, but, um, Hey, other than that, thank you to uh Cobalpod, uh, quick, another quick shout out Cobalpod, um, great partner of mine. And, um, this is, I, honestly, this is a, a natural, um, evolution of when something crazy like COVID can happen and, and, and having a, a spot like this sort of transform into, to what it is. Um, I think the idea was already there, the awareness of it. I think it had to take something like COVID to sort of transform this to what it is. And, and like I said, been a great partner of mine, been uh, able to produce, you know, high quality uh, episodes. Uh, I keep getting compliments on it all the time. People are like, Oh, your, your video looks so great. Uh, that's Cobalt I, I have nothing to do with that. Um, so appreciate, uh, that. appreciate that, man. But um, yeah, other than that, this, uh, this episode will be out in the next couple of weeks. And uh, so, like I said, Ozzy, thank you to, to Kano, Rudy Slogan. Um, thank you, we, Quantal. Seriously, man. Yeah, thank, thank you. So, Jake, so. You're, the yeah, well, man. <laughs> you're the right, man. You're the That's man. right, Q. That's right, Q. That's right, Dr. Langford. Dr. Langford. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that on the front of a book. Next yeah. For real. Yeah, no. <laughs> for real, for real. DBA. Yes. Um, but other than that, hey, uh, be cradle, stay inspired. Thank you. you. Peace. Yeah. Good conversation.